came from another causeless effect, but it seems like this effect, yeah, verifies itself by length of its effect. So I got run over 39 years ago, and it's affected the action figure for 39 years. So it tries to demonstrate its reality by the, the effect and the length of the effect, yeah? It's like thoughts are trying to live like everything else does here. And the way they live is to produce an action and then extend it as long as they can in time and the most and the more lasting effect. That's like a, a, the life of a thought, you know? <laughs> it gets out, produces an effect, and uh, adds a lot of time to it. Just like with people with uh, pain, and then it's, they reach another level of chronic pain, which has to do with time. So when they feel the pain, it, the mental state is reminded that they've been feeling this pain. So the, the history of feeling this pain becomes another giant pain. You know, it's the suffering is like, it takes off of, on pain and extends in time. You know, so you have pain that triggers a suffering. Uh, yeah. So these are all causeless effects if you believe the idea of dreaming. Yeah. And so a lot of people will talk about dreaming. I don't want to get my big foot here. Big foot. Uh, yeah, foot is I should have like way. advertisements here. <laughs> Dr. Scholes. <laughs> some, I gotta get some endorsements. Go to the go this way. Oh this one? Yeah, oh, perfect. Yeah. Perfect. So <laughs> this is all interesting, but I like the Course of Miracles for its description of what we're not, you know. It's very powerful. And I wish I had a book, I don't. I have it on my phone. Oh, you do? Can you find that page 462? Tell me a verse on it. So I can 462. 462. Holy relationships. Okay. Yeah. So if in a way, the way this message hopefully is delivered would be categorized as negation. Yeah. So, and it's a seamless idea because you're not affirming something, you're negating something. And the negation is fitted to the seeming problem, which is the act of being identified as something that you're not. That needs negation. When it's negated, there was no need for negation because it's never been you. Yeah? This is, the this is the beauty of the solution. When this solution dawns on you, it does, there's no need for a solution anymore. See? The problem was imaginary from the solution's point of view. From the problem's point of view, you need a solution, but if the solution gains traction, it tells you there was no problem. So there's no need for a solution. That's how economical it is. You say holy, what was it again? The holy relationship. I think it's page 462. Famous uh, riff I like. I've done it every year when I have a lot of talking to do. <laughs> it's like doing golden oldies. Like, <laughs> Let me get to the golden oldies. Because, you know, I have a little bit of difficulty with this because it's an imitation. And I don't want to beat a dead horse, yeah? You don't need much, really. You don't. I know it seems weird. It seems like because the mountain of relevance that it gives itself seems like it's gonna take a while to climb over it. But it really doesn't have to be that way, yeah? 
you get it, and then the meaning continues. You walk around, and more gets revealed. Yeah, and then uh, once you get the the way of looking corrected, which is instead of wanting to know what you are and study what you are and experience what you are and understand what you are, you apply that to what you're not, that's all. Yeah, you just it's the same thing, but it's directed differently. You don't do the direction, you just realize the futility of trying to know what you are as what you are, yeah? Uh, that's it, yes. Fantastic, thank you. Now I may not go to this one. <laughs> And then I move the page here. All right, I'll go do this because there's people that haven't been here. Yeah. And John and everyone who've heard it many times, they just take a nice nap. <laughs> Osmosis works for us. So this is from the, a book, The Course of Miracles. It was a download in the 70s to a woman who never really practiced it herself. And it was presented as the, as the mind of Christ, yes? And so it set out... Uh, a way of changing perceptions with 365 lessons, which weren't hard. You would just look around the room and uh, casually and say, hey, I give everything all the meaning it has. And then you just look at, you know, I give everything all the meaning it has. And you see what happens. Yeah? And you would do that. And there was a text that would support you by giving you an understanding of the dreaming and the idea of the uh, false ident the identification as self and stuff. And so this one, to me, is uh, just pure negation. It's one of my favorite things. So he goes, I don't know what the first sentence means, but I'll read it. He says, yet we have heard a very similar description earlier. I think the description is about what you're not, right? So yet, yes, yet we have heard a very similar description earlier from the, in the book, right? But it was not of you. Yeah. This is the whole point. The descriptions that we give here are not of you. You can't describe, I can't describe what we are. I can describe what we're not, yeah, to what we are. Instead of trying to describe what we are to what we're not, we're trying to describe <laughs> to what we are about what we're not. Okay, so let's describe what we're not. So he goes, Yet we have heard a very similar description earlier, but it was not of you. Yeah? And yet, this is, see, this is the trip, and yet this strange idea, yeah, which it does accurately describe, you think is you. This is the dilemma, yeah? I wouldn't say, I would change the language. It's not you think is you, this thinking is you. See, you sounds like it's you doing the thinking. I don't believe that. I think the thinking is claimed to imply a you. I don't believe the you is thinking. You know? So, and yet this strange idea, oh yeah, hold on. But it was not, and yet this strange idea which it does accurately describe you think is you, yeah? Wisdom or reason would tell you that the world you see through eyes which are not yours, yeah, uh-uh, yeah? So, world you see with eyes that are not yours must make no sense to you. To whom would vision such as this, let's call it self-centeredness, to whom would vision such as this send back its messages? 
all the stuff being taken in and the and the uh, critiquing and the narrating of it and the you know assessing it and accumulating and filing it. Who is that message going to? Surely not you. To whom would vision such as this send back his messages? Surely not you, whose sight is wholly independent of the eyes which look upon the world. So he's talking about the sight of awareness, yes? The sight that is independent of the eyes, yeah? They're seeing. When, I, when we're talking about seeing, we talk about it a lot of ways. Sometimes it's the act of seeing, but then seeing is awareness, yeah? It's not like you're seeing as if you're not seeing for quite a while. It's seeing. It's always seeing. There's always awareness, yes? So this is what he's pointing to, I feel. So, surely not you whose sight is wholly independent of the eyes which look upon this on the world. If this is not your vision, what can it show to you? It's not your vision. <laughs> That's what it can show to us. What can this vision that is not yours show you? It's not your vision. So there's so every time you speak and you and it, there's an implying that you're the doer of shit you have nothing to do with, you'll see it. Yeah? And you'll see, hey, that's not my vision. Yeah, you don't say that, it's just seeing of it. So if eyes which look upon the world, all right. If this is not your vision, what can it show to you? The brain cannot interpret what your vision sees. The brain interprets what the eye sees, but the brain can't interpret what awareness sees. Yes? Yeah, yeah. The brain can, all right. The brain, this you would understand, I hope, yeah? At least by tomorrow. <laughs> I hope so. <laughs> this you would understand. The brain interpret. This is the greatest line to me. It clears everything up immediately. The brain interprets to the body of which it is a part. So the brain that's assessing and and compiling and putting, you know, filing all the data is sending it under the assumption that you're a body, basically. Yes. So its whole view and its whole assessment and its whole interpretation of what it's seeing is being put to the body. So if you're relying on the system, there's going to be a sense of you relying on the system is a body. <laughs> the relying on the system puts out a sense that you're the body. The identification as the doer yeah? The doer is imaged as a body. The body doesn't mean anything. It's the idea of being the doer and then the body's picture. The seer and then the body's picture. The hearer and then the body's picture. The body is the image it uses to reinforce its claiming of being the seer, the doer, the hearer. The body is like the bulletin board where it's putting all the little fucking things on. Yeah? It hates the body in most cases. <laughs> really. So, the brain interprets to the body of which it is a part. <laughs> I gotta find you. All right. But what it says you cannot understand, yet you have listened to it. 
<laughs> and long and hard you tried to understand his messages. You did not realize it is impossible to understand what fails entirely to reach you. Yeah. So here he goes. You have received no messages at all, you understand, for you have listened to what can never communicate at all. Listen to this. This does not communicate. It narrates. It narrates. It predicts. It forecasts. It doesn't communicate one bit. It doesn't. It just... You, you have received no messages at all, you understand, for you have listened to what can never communicate at all. Think then, I would drop that out, don't think. <laughs> think then what happened. It's actually what happens. Denying what you are, so this is the activity. We may see one aspect of it, we don't see the other. We don't see that we're denying what we are, right? Denying what you are and firm in faith that you are something else. So really it's your firm in faith that you are something else is the denial of what you are. Yeah, I would switch it around. It's you being firm in faith that you are this image that is being portrayed and assumed and insinuated all day. Yeah, is you. That's the denial of what you are. And the whole thing is based on firm in faith. Yeah. There's faith in it. There's faith in the thought system. And if you want, if I see faith as a force of mind, yeah? I don't, I'm not, look, I'm not talking about a faith. I'm talking about faith. And the faith is going to manifest in the, by the vehicle it's put in. So if I have faith in a failed system, I'm going to have a lot of anxiety. The system isn't producing the anxiety. The faith in the system is producing the anxiety. Again, you can't bitch about the system. You're its fuel. <laughs> yeah, you can bitch about it all you like, but you're feeding it like a baby. Oh, yeah, I hate you. <laughs> yeah, you know what I mean? <laughs> and then when people say, well, I don't have any faith, there's faith in that. Wherever you go, you go back to faith. Faith is this. It's the dreaming is illuminated, appears by faith. Just like the stock market. There's faith in the stock market. When enough people start losing faith in the stock market, it can collapse like that. Just look at democracy. It's collapsing now. People think, oh, solid institutions. They're all fucking getting whacked. It's all faith. This is dreaming. So, oh yeah. Think then what happens. Denying what you are and firm in faith that you are something else. This something else which you have made to be yourself. I know you can't get any clearer than that. This something else that we have made to be ourselves. Yeah. I have to keep looking for it again. Yeah, all right. Yet it must be this, oh, here we go. This something else which you have made to be yourself became your sight. That's called self-centeredness, yeah. Yet it must be the something else which sees and as not you, yeah. 
This is seeing, yeah, this is a form of looking. Why does it have to fucking constantly imply it's you? If you have any respect for the Course of Miracles, it's just negating that old fucking chain. It's chopping it off. Yeah? Yet it must be the something else which sees, and as not you, explains its sight to you all fucking day. Your vision would, of course, render this quite unnecessary. Your vision. Therefore, if your vision would render it quite unnecessary, then have faith that it's quite unnecessary right now, because the vision is always available at all fucking times, with no requirement necessary. So if the requirement for it not to be necessary to deal with this shit at all by just seeing it is based on your vision, well, the vision's always available at all times. There's never a moment when there's no vision. So your requirement is always available. Is that a requirement? If it's ready at hand and it takes no time, I wouldn't say that as a requirement. Yeah. So yet if your eyes are closed, yes, here you go, and you have called upon this thing to lead you, asking it to explain to you the world it sees, you have no reason not to listen nor to suspect that what it tells you is not true. We yell, yes, we all do now. Yeah. <laughs> We're past that point. We have plenty of reason to suspect what the fucking it's telling us is not true. Yes? I've heard thousands of people share in recovery. And thousands of were sharing from false evidence appearing real. How can false evidence appear real unless it appears real to what's real? We are what's real. Lending reality to fucking things that aren't. Yeah? I mean, if, if you want to know, like in, the, in AA, it says get, to, you know, get down to the exact nature of the wrong. Well, there you go. And the causes and conditions, there you go. The exact nature of the wrong is the act of being identified as what you're not. That's the exact nature of the wrong. It's identification as something else. And it's just explaining it here. Can't be clearer than this. You could drop this into AA in a page. You could put this in 60, page 64. You could. You could slip it in there. And a lot of people in AA, seeing it in the AA book, would, would get catapulted somewhere with that. If they read it in another book, they wouldn't. But because it was an acceptable vehicle, delivery, they'd be fucking going off. Because it's explaining exactly the thing that's driving them crazy, which is this idea of being what they're not. You know how much power is given to that idea from what we are? The Course in Miracles explains it in a beautiful way. It says, you and I are the dreaming of the dreaming. Yeah? You and I are the dreaming of the dreaming. We forget that we're dreaming. Just like it says in, in denial of what you are, we forget that we're dreaming to me by being identified as the dreamt. So suddenly the dreaming isn't taking itself to be the dreaming, it's taking itself to be the dreamt. Now, suddenly everything it's giving, all the meaning it has, now has the ability to affect it. Yeah? That's the causeless effects. The dreaming 
is dreaming it's the dreamt. And in its dreaming it's the dreamt, it can be affected and hurt and feel loss and suffer and feel unloved and all of these other fucking things. All based on its seeming forgetting, seeming, it's appearing to it that's forgetting, that it's the dreaming. And just having the dreaming, which can never be identified as a dreamt, it can only seem to be. So that's why when the solution appears, it negates there was any need for a solution because it's only appearing to the dreaming that this is so. It's not so. That's the beauty of it. That's why the escape from this doesn't take any time because it's not so. There's no knots that need to be undone. You see that there's no knots. The freedom is prior to bondage. It's before it. If it's after it, you're going to have it boom, 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 boom. Before, it doesn't play that game. It doesn't have an opposite here. It's just uh, like that pause that we have in recovery becomes a lot more uh, stabilized and becomes the new norm. You start before thought instead of starting after thought. There's no yeoman, there's no heroic journey from the one who's afterthought to get back to be, because you are an afterthought. You've never not been before thought. <laughs> so there's no giant Homeric odyssey to fucking get back to where I was. You never left. Now it takes a lot of fun out of it. And you can't have blogs, probably. <laughs> You probably won't be able to write a book, even though we have three, <laughs> but we never write about any journey because we never had one. <laughs> I tell you the journey of recovery because that's in the world of action figure. There's no journey in non-duality. <laughs> it's a fact. That's all. It's weakened the assumption of all these other fucking things that, that, that have been lazily assumed to be facts, and then they just their effects diminish because they're causeless. You stop feeding them, and therefore their effects lose the ability to affect, yeah? It's beautiful, really. So you are what you're looking for. The seeker is the sword. What's looking is what you're looking for. These aren't cryptic statements, they're observations. That's what they've observed. They can realize what's looking is what you're looking for. They were so sure they could tell every you they ran into, hey, what's looking is what you're looking for, without knowing where you're from, blah, 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 blah. Basically, knowing the mechanics of it, what's looking, not who's, what, is what you're looking for. All right. Yeah. Beautiful. St. Francis, one sentence, whack. Yeah. <laughs> Do you get the feeling of it? Like it's one of the greatest paragraphs of negation you're ever going to run into. If you follow it, he's describing what you're not. Yeah. He's not wasting, he's not describing what you are at all. He never says a damn fucking thing, really. He says your awareness, this and that. But the awareness, mostly it's all about what you're not because that's what you are is doing. <laughs> It's in the act of believing what you're not. <laughs> so you slap it. You don't have to. <laughs> you 
don't you see if I describe to what I'm not, what I am, it's going to reinforce what I'm not? It's not going to make what I'm not, what I am. It already is. Yeah? It is, is it going to like inspire it to look more for it? It look, maybe you look noble to others, but it's insane. It's still going to reinforce what you're not. Obviously, how can you not see it? Yeah? If I sit and spend four hours describing to you and to this you what we are, what you're not's going to walk out thinking it's that. Yeah. <laughs> then you got to undo all that fucking luggage that the person just picked up at the meeting. So your whole next meeting is displacing that luggage. <laughs> How would you do it? Through negation, not affirmation. No, 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 I don't see it as a valid way. If you were not that, then, oh yes, let's affirm it so that you move towards it, yeah, seriously. If you're not that, but you can arrive at that, that great that, then fucking let's sing hymns about it so it will inspire you to go there. But if you are that, those hymns will be a disservice because they'll be reinforcing what you're not under the umbrella of, you know, you know worshiping what you are. I've seen it. I've been the butt of the joke. <laughs> I just want to share it. You know, I want you. I don't know what I want. I'm so tired today. But I probably want something. <laughs> like a fucking Tempur-Pedic pillow or something. I don't know. I've had this drive to share ever since. It's like seeing a good movie. I want to tell people about it, you know? <laughs> I do. And like in AA, I got, you know, taken out of hell. I would, you know, and I know the bus route. I can tell you where it stops. I just can. Because I took the same bus. You know what I mean? I'm not misleading you. Just, if you get here, just wait there. It's gonna, yeah. <laughs> and, you know, I didn't beckon any of this. It just started to download and it explained itself to me by talking about what I'm not. Because I am that. So that's what you find out. But you don't find out by looking for it. You find out by seeing what you're not. You're going to find, and that's, that's knowledge is to find out. When it comes, when it's, when it regards being, that's the highest form of knowledge is finding out. Yes? Like revelatory. You don't know but now you're open and you find out, yeah? And now it becomes, it's not a book you try to paste on you, it's a sense feltness, yeah? It's got some weight. You've tasted the flavor, yeah? So, uh, any questions? We gotta go on for a half hour. <laughs> yes. Okay, so I was going through Course of Miracles really slowly, and I got stuck on lesson uh, 73. And 73 starts off about like idle wishes, and it starts talking about grievances and trading, trading off between the two. And for some reason, I spent like about a month rereading and reading that. I can't remember what it said, but I kept re going over it again and again. 
Um, and I just wanted to get anything special to say about, about that grievances and that overshoes and the ego and all that. I don't think it's I don't remember. Special, no. See, the thing is, like we said earlier, so let's say self, let's say self gets interested in uh, losing interest in self, right? Mm -hmm. That would be interest in self, yes? If I hit a, if you read the flavor of the course, it's supposed to be done in a very relaxed manner. It's not another way of just beating it, using it to, you know, pummel you, yes? It always says it, just chill out, no big fucking rush, yes? Just follow these suggestions. If you hit something like that, move on, yeah? We play the, we're, we're playing, you know, we set up the obstacle course when we're with a judge and like that. You've got, I'm a real, I see a lot of obsession with self about trying to get out of self. I do. I mean, huge amounts. You gotta be, uh, this isn't, there's no race, you know? I mean, if you look at it two ways, either you are that now, yeah, or you're gonna dream yourself out of that. And as you do, the dream's going to get happier. When you at a, when you arrive at this, yeah, it tells you it's always been this way. So it, it's you didn't lose any time, yeah. It I should have made it faster. It negates all the meaning of that. It does. Sometimes if you get a nice free sample, it just says it's always been this way. So what does that do? Let it follow. Let it see. If you if you get the carpet, let it unfurl the rug. Don't fucking stop it. So what does that mean? Yeah, well, just see it unfurl. Yes. Yeah, let it out. See what it reveals to you. I got, I've lost all interest in fucking, you know, rushing to the trough. <laughs> yeah, no. I had, you know, like I always say, if you took a blood sample, I have zero, zero point zero zero signs of spirituality. I have no interest in it as a topic. I just rather, and I feel that's a really beautiful approach to it. Really, I do. Come, in, you don't come with with uh, gold and jewelry. Come with disinterest. That's beautiful. Lack of interest. You've lost interest in the gold. You lost interest in the in the chase. You lost interest in all that. Then that little fucking evasive butterfly will land on you. Yeah, you can, and you can't fake it either. It senses that out. You're just done with it. You've realized the futility of this. Yeah, nothing right or wrong with it. It's not going to find what it already is. It's <laughs> You know, you can dream it to be true for 80 years, but it ain't true. There's an old story with that Ramana, the necklace I always like to go to. Very famous uh, Indian story where a woman has this beautiful necklace and then she realizes she's lost the necklace. She's really bummed out. So she gets in touch with her friends and she says, hey, have you seen the necklace? And they don't remember. And she says, can you help me? And so now they start looking for the necklace and then they hear about a person who said they found the necklace 
Yeah. And so they go to the meetings and the guy is telling them, yes, I found a necklace and I think I can teach you how to find your necklace or whatever. Yeah. So they sign up, they go on necklace retreats and everything. And then one day a guy sees her and goes, hey, I think it's right on your neck. So she puts her hand there and there's the necklace. So now she's got this great experience. I found the necklace. And now the being bummed out is replaced with joy. But did she find the necklace? So again, it's a causeless effect. The joy was the effect of finding something that wasn't lost, yeah? And the being bummed out was an effect that was causeless because she was bummed out because she lost it and she had it. It's always been that way. It's never left, never went anywhere. But you can see the dreaming. So many of us are dreaming that we've lost what can't be lost. And we're bummed out about that and we're busily seeking to get the joy of finding it. But the joy of finding it is predicated on the idea that you can lose it. And usually the losing it is gonna last a lot longer than the finding it. <laughs> it's not a good deal. Yeah. <laughs> I would bypass the great joy of finding it and just being it. <laughs> it may not be a lot of fireworks, but it'll be much more available and stable. <laughs> you don't want to play hide and seek because you may really hide it well <laughs> and there'll be a lot of seeking <laughs> so these things are always they're saying these stories you know to whatever you know the trigger and then the triggering just doesn't stay there it, it creates a cascade yeah it's almost like an echo in a mountain range, and then the avalanche occurs, yeah? So some people go, they hear the, oh, I got the realization, but they missed the fucking avalanche. Just fucking let it do its thing, and then the, the starts coming down, yeah? Then it becomes a sense-felt thing, and then without any reason why you have a deep surety or a deep certainty, about something that you can't certify, really, but you just have a deep certainty of it, yeah? And it allows this to travel later. This thing, Christian knew me before, but not when I was using, I swear to God, I was uh, this action figure was very, very, very screwed up emotionally, and had, I had a strong head that was very twisted, and, uh, and I had a, a powerful frequency. So when I drank, I, I had magnetic appeal to people in uniform. As when I drank, <laughs> I attracted so many consequences. Seriously, unbelievable. Like, I couldn't fucking believe it. Like, a, a dog whistle went out. And it, all the police would, oh, I'd be, I mean, seriously, absurd ways I got arrested. Absurd. Could never have happened. And, uh, Man, that scared me. I was scared because what was running my life, and yet nothing stopped it. I couldn't get it. Got run over twice. Still no. Jailed no. Two years, three months in program no. Overdosing many, many times no. Shot at four times no. Nothing fucking triggered it. I kept, there was still this deep reliance on self. 
wanting to get out of itself. And uh, so something just decided to intervene on a regular day at the office. I just got struck sober, seriously. Something did for me what I could not do, no, no other human power could. It just took out that radioactive isotope of urge, and I've never had a strong feeling or thought about drinking and using for 31 years. That's a pretty long-lasting effect, yeah? And luckily for me, because that would have dissipated in two or three days, I was introduced AA the next day and been going ever since. And so the action figure got corrected, needed correction, got corrected, yeah? Mm -hmm. And now uh, it's like free-range alcohol, it's just grazing, it's not doing much. You don't need to be <laughs> observant, you don't need any surveillance. I guarantee you I'm not going to do much because I'm indifferent mostly, you know. I don't care. <laughs> I have severe bout of disinterest, you know, even with my own career. Unbelievable, really. And it shows to all my Zen bitch slap people. They're all just getting worse and worse. <laughs> no organization, fucking losing interest in everything. Yeah. But that's not the end of it. It's, it swings around. And a lot of people get off the, you know, when it tells you that it's pulled the emergency brake on the bus and it's going to get out, don't get up. Don't fucking leave the seat. It's not you. It's not you. You're not beholden to it. When he says that you already got up, you didn't. You're still there. You're never not going to be here. Yeah? It's just constantly <coughs> assuming insane shit. If you... And then what happened with this, I went to, you were talking about Goenka, you know? I remember the best part of my life was with when I was with the guru, when I was 20 to 24. So I tried to reproduce that. Started meditating, went back to Tai Chi, but I'd gotten run over by then, which was difficult. Uh, you know, got into it, started meditating every day, went over to Asia, went to temples all the time, did retreats there, read Buddhism, understood the Hinayana view, yes, I dependent origination, all that, I could grasp that stuff. All the while, never, never had, him, had him, an inkling that I was, I was under false pretenses, never had a really, never even got a sniff of it in all those spiritual little dog houses. Never. So, you know, I went through that and I got disillusioned by it. Yeah. And then I heard about the, I heard non-duality and Course of Miracles <coughs> around the same time, 97, I think. <coughs> and then I uh, entertained some ideas. And then I got like a spell, like an unspoken yes and a knowing before knowing. And then I put down the books, was going to satsangs saw something there that was a little weird, couldn't put my finger on it, and this guy from the Zen lineage came out and said, famous old Zen line, says, I'm like a man standing by the river selling water, which that got my attention. And he mm -hmm. says, it's even funnier that I'm a man standing in the river selling water. And I, that was the last time I ever went. And then I just entertained it, and uh, you know, my friends would call, oh, you missed a great teacher, far out. Stop going anywhere and just entertain it and see what happened. And then, uh, you know, I have the ability to be convinced. 
and the way it really got clear was I saw the futility of the system that there was a reliance on. It's just not going to do it. It's, it can't. It doesn't have the measurements, the gauge, the ability to know what it is. It just doesn't. So that's. Uh, so that makes you, that makes that can stop. That can produce a pause, and then you get redirected. Yeah. And the action figure is in a way, way long delay pattern. It's you know, you don't know what's going on until a couple months maybe later. Then there's an observation. Hey, I'm traveling lighter. What the hell? What's going on? And then you see a swell, you know, a stretch of like 15 years, and you're going, wow, I've been fucking traveling lighter. And it's not everything went great, but whatever life had in store for this action figure, I traveled lighter through it. And then I really just came to a simple conclusion. What more do I want as an action figure? <laughs> you know, really. I would think your spiritual drives would change dramatically if you were content and satisfied. I would, most of us. Maybe there are really true spiritual seekers, but I don't think so, not many. I think if you felt satisfied and content, a lot of the shit that you think of your calling would stop. <laughs> you find other less important hobbies. <laughs> That's what's happened with me. So. <laughs> yes. So if you hear a broadcaster radio call, you just disinterested in it. You just don't believe it, and that goes away. Well, the thing is, that which says it believes it or doesn't believe it isn't me either. Yeah, that's the trick. See, it, it wants to slide into that second position and say, oh, I didn't believe it, but I don't believe that. <laughs> Let it take a few back, you know, go back farther. Yeah. My action figure gets flipped out, and if I, you know, do, I make amends, you know, try to clean it up as best I can, you know, and uh, whatever. The action figure hasn't gotten that much better. It hasn't. It's just lost interest, a lot of interest lost. Yeah, and you know, I think if you're looking for a spiritual path that's built into life when you get older, <laughs> if you get older, a lot of the fires dim down. <laughs> You're looking at getting in trouble, and it's like, you know, uh, payoff cost ratio. Uh, is it worth the drama, though? <laughs> Did it ever really save me? No. <laughs> I'm out of pass. <laughs> serenity, understand peace, and all like that. They're pretty good. Yeah. If you're here, you never get gypped. You don't get ever gypped. I'm here sleeping, dreaming, awake. I'm never not here. <laughs> it's just, it's just, and it's not like a enthusiastic submission to that. It's just, what the fuck? nothing this thing can do. <laughs> you never, none of us have ever escaped the parameters of here and now, ever. I don't make care how much you thought about the future. It never left here and now. Yes. Uh, when you say... Thanks for this coffee, honey. It's delicious. Um, when you 
say whatever can be for the blank post statement, uh, whatever can be perceived cannot be perceiving, and then you just say we're all off the game board. I never really understand why that's like sort of a, you just laugh when, <laughs> when that's said, because I always think like, huh, I wonder why, why is it that we're all off the game board after that statement? Well, because the assumption of the brain in its interpretation is that uh, the perceived is what's perceiving. The body that can be perceived is what's perceiving. So Huang Po is just negating that. He says whatever can be perceived is not perceiving. The assumption of the brain's interpretation is what's perceiving is the perceived. Yeah? So the perceived is knocked off the game board. So it's not you looking for you, right? You see here? Yeah. So whatever can be perceived cannot be perceiving is Huang Po's statement. So let's turn it this way. So the brain, the assumption, the sense of when there's perceiving that this is the this is the perceiving. Yeah, this is doing it, yes? He's negating that. That's what he means. So we're all off the game boards. So what we're looking for isn't this. Yeah? It's that which is perceiving. But this is not the what's perceiving. This is the perceived. Yeah? So off the game board. I just like it. <laughs> when you sit here, I'm telling you. When there's perceiving happening, which is happening now, there is a subtle assumption that you as the perceived is doing it. That's the lazy way it's interpreted. The brain interprets the perceiving to the body. Yeah? So it, it notices the perceiving and it, it lends it to the body. That's what's happening. So that's why I like Hawaiian pose negating that. So basically this as like the piece that you're gonna use to get to that, whatever that is, is off the game board. <laughs> can be perceived, can't be perceived, and we're all off the game board. That's what I love about it. <laughs> I think it's so beautiful. I mean, really, it chops everyone's false legs off. <laughs> I'm just saying the way the mental state is, the perceiving is being claimed and is given the proprietoriness to the body. So Hawaiian Post just cutting that right at its root, yeah? He's saying whatever can be perceived, ah, can't be perceiving. Wait a minute. <laughs> I like to be the perceived, but I also like to be the perceiving. But he's just saying, no, whatever can be perceived can't be perceiving. Oh. Can that be tied into impermanence, rising, passing away, constantly, where we experience things but it never lasts? The nature of impermanence. No, I'm talking about the ownership of the ownership and attributed to the body of perception. Right. He's just making it clear it's not the body that's perceiving. I think it's pretty good because many people assume or there's a sense that they assume the body is what's perceiving. So he just, I just love it. I like that approach. Joint Poe's one of my favorites.
because he just uh, can't use the Buddha to seek the Buddha is fucking mind brilliant, most unbelievably brilliant statement. Because if you catch yourself in that exact statement, because it's a net he's throwing out there, yeah, and he's asking, he's going, throwing out the net saying, hey, you know, the Buddha can't, whatever, you can't use the Buddha to seek the Buddha. Ding, 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 ding. Winner number one. <laughs> so that's it. You've been caught, so to speak, you know, red-handed. The emperor has no clothes. Oop, what? <laughs> and then there's a, such a beautiful uh, stop. And then you don't know how you're going to be turned. Yeah, that's what's so cool about it. You may only 10 degrees, but boy, maybe back, you know? Yeah. But those are, oh, I love those little showstoppers. Because you, know? <laughs> you can go rolling on for hours. You know what I mean? I'd much rather, you know, like like a comedian with like five bombs, you know what I mean? Chow, 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 then leave the stage. Just fucking come out. Whatever can be perceived, can't be perceiving. See you next week. <laughs> <laughs> less is worth more most of the time my view when it comes to these topics less is worth a lot more than more because <laughs> it leaves everything to us yeah you you allow people to have to have their own devices so that they see they're not their own devices if you keep answering and trying to give meaning and messages to their own devices, it reinforces their own devices. So you starve the questioner so that he finally, she or he finally realizes they're the answer that they're looking for, yeah? If you keep answering their questions, it's gonna feed more questioner, yeah? So sometimes you starve it, certain people, and then that's the answer, yeah? That which is asking the question is the answer. It's like spiritual judo, fucking tap out. <laughs> I mean, how many times? <laughs> I mean, jeez, we just did a black belt uh, fucking seminar. I mean, how many times do you want to get? Hey, hey, you know, you ever see when there's a fight and the guy says, hey, he looks at the ref, hey, come on. <laughs> I told you, no, Moss, give up. Yeah. <laughs> For the day. Yeah. What, what, is it, uh, what is it about the fact that I just like never get sick of hearing it? Like, I just love hearing when you talk about truth. Like I just, I just enjoy it so much, even though I, I, I recognize, I, I hope I recognize it. Don't even go there. Yeah. Just, just sit. How much? How many times do you get introduced to something that you can enjoy so much? Yeah. Just keep enjoying. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Stoke the fire when it's hot, right? Whatever. I hate when people do this. They're feeling really good, and they bring some weird stoicism in a philosophy. I shouldn't, you know. Just <laughs> fucking, if I enjoyed, if I like. You know, if I, like I go swim, I go in the water, ocean every day, if I can. I don't ask, you know, 
just in the neat. Yeah, if I get a chance, I'm going in the water. I don't go home and think, should I be going in the water? Fuck that. Just, you know, follow that. Yeah, yeah. All right. Yeah. Samadhi. Samadhi. I'm sure. <laughs> well, I think there's a lot of free samples. Yeah. So the thing with samadhi and those things is uh, time will continue. Yeah. Yeah. So it goes back to, you know, chop wood and carry water again. <laughs> Unless you have attendees that will take care of you. I think I missed the boat there. Yeah. All the ones who came before gobbled it all up. <laughs> <laughs> you ever hear this statement, first there is no mountain, then there is a mountain? No, first first there is a mountain, then there is no mountain, then there is a mountain. I like, first there is no mountain. I had a, I had a one before. Right. First there is no mountain, then there is a mountain. Then there is no mountain, and then there's a mountain again. Yeah? That's what it's like. <laughs> Does he? Well, it's an old Zen thing, yeah. Yeah, so I just added one before, because I don't think first there is a mountain. I think first there is no mountain. <laughs> then, yeah. Yeah. Samadhi. I don't know. You know, I had, some, I had events. Yeah. They're still, they're still not, they're still not as value, valuable as dog shit awareness, in my view, because dog shit awareness is always available at all times, right where you are, with no requirement necessary. Yeah. I met a lot of people who had awakening experiences, but then they believe they've lost it or something. And some of the people from this group got into deep depressions concerning some things. And one of our friends killed themselves, you know, just last couple of months ago. So, uh, you know, it was weird. I'll tell you what happened with me. When I was, as an action figure, I thought spirituality was more noble than almost anything else, you know much more noble than doing the dishes, shit like that. And so there was a lot of meaning given to spirituality. And I saw the more important something was, the more meaning, there was a bigger reflection of what I'm not from it, yeah? And I think really the selfing, the, that aspect of the mental state is, is, is like a mobile narcissus pond. It's using things to cast a reflection of itself. So it has a lot of meaning to certain noble endeavors, and it gets a big reflection in hindsight. So really what's happened to me since, I just do mundane shit. I mean, I, what I do is go to thrift stores and maybe get a latte, you know? That's about it, really. Go swimming. I don't, I don't have... Uh, big reflective surfaces in my life to get a big hit, yeah? I mean, I couldn't write a blog about what I do, it's boring. 
most of the time. I could probably eat the same thing every day, you know. I can walk the same trail thousands of times. It doesn't matter because it's always new, you know. I don't have to drive four hours and take a hike to prove I went somewhere. It doesn't go five minutes of the walk, yeah. But I, it's really been good that I, my life has been played small, even though it doesn't need to be a danger anymore. But it really worked in the beginning, because I saw that Course in Miracles, we give everything all the meaning it has. And there was a lot of things I was giving a huge meaning to. Spirituality was one of them, big time. Yeah, and it was reflecting another sense of self, much different than the addict's sense of self but much more slippery, you know, because there's no interventions at spiritual groups. The police aren't gonna rush in and arrest you for being here, hopefully not. Yeah? With addiction and shit, you're gonna be stopped, usually. If you're, out, if you're way out, like I was, you're gonna be stopped by outside forces. This can go on forever. People will go on 30 retreats so, yeah, I just, uh, it produced a sense of humility that's healthy for the action figure. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, what you just said triggered for me um, a quote by Mother Teresa that kind of taken on the thing of, we might not be able to do great things, but we can do little things with great love. Yeah. So just that simplicity of like, like you use the word showing up for what shows up. Yeah, well, the fact is you are anyway. There's no effort in it. You can believe you're not showing up, but you are. <laughs> you are, yeah. I don't know, it's just, I've just, uh, You know, from the head's point of view, this will close this. From the head's point of view, I feel 